How can I improve my mobile camera lens? This is new to me too. Hi and welcome to episode 69 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Well, there's a bit of Google. Before I go on, if you have a question you would like me to answer, just go to photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. See, I managed to say it this time. Here is the answery bit. You can buy various add-on lenses to attach to a camera phone. These include telephoto lenses, wide-angle lenses, fisheye lenses, macro lenses, anamorphic lenses, whatever they are. These lenses give you creative opportunities with your phone photography and get over some of the optical limitations of such small lenses. Before I go on, I would like to tell you about previous episodes where I covered these different types of lenses. There's stuff in there which was all about normal cameras. Normal cameras? About cameras, not phones. The principles of all those things apply in just the same way to a camera phone, which if you think about it, it's nothing, it's nothing less than a, it's a small camera. Check out the episodes on telephoto, wide angle and fisheye lenses. I didn't do macro lenses, never thought of doing them. And I'd never heard of anamorphic lenses, and I'm not going to lie to you. So I definitely didn't cover them. Right. The detail a bit. What do these lenses do? As I said, go back to the previous episodes and you'll find out a lot more. But here is a quick summary of each of them as they relate to phones. Telephoto lenses. These lenses get you in close, bring things closer to you. I'm not pigeonholing sports here. They can be used in any genre of photography and they are dead handy on a phone because phone lenses are generally wide angle lenses and wider than camera lenses. So telephoto lenses make the focal length larger with a bigger number as in focal length. The bigger the magnification, the closer in you get and the more you have to think about keeping the phone still. Let's not forget that, but there is all that clever stuff in there to help us. Wide angle lenses. With most phone lenses, you start wide and then you can add a lens on to go even wider. This is great for landscapes, interiors, architecture, well, anything else you want to photograph. Again, let's not pigeonhole this. Just remember that wide angle lenses aren't great for portraits because it's not really a flattering focal length. So with a wide angle lens, the focal length is smaller and the larger the field of view, as in you can get more in. Wide angle lenses tend to be sold with a magnification factor of less than one. A lens with a magnification factor of 0.5 gives you a wider field of view than one with a magnification factor of 0.75. Now, I think I should congratulate myself for saying all those, for me, complicated words without making a mistake. Don't want to tempt fate, though. Fisheye lenses. Fisheye lenses. Why fisheye lenses? Check out the episode on fisheye lenses and you can find out where the term came from. Now, fisheye lenses, you go even wider and you get crazy perspectives and very striking images. Fisheye lenses can give you a 180 degree, 180 degree field of view and even wider. I found one at 205 and I think I've seen one somewhere that's 230. It's just, it's ridiculous. If you think about 180 degrees, if you take a photo with your camera pointing straight ahead at 180 degrees, your feet are in the photo. Madness, isn't it? Fisheye lenses are sold based on the angle of view. And like I say, you can get lenses that go wider than 180 degrees. Macro lenses. Macro photography is where you get in really close to a subject. You can't really do macro photography without an additional lens. I mean, you can get your phone close, but you're not getting that like a one-to-one magnification. So you're photographing, say, a flower. Oh, and the photo you're taking is actual size of the flower. It's one-to-one ratio. What's next? Anamorphic lenses. Mm. I say I've never heard of them. I think I have heard of them. I just didn't know what they were. 
Well, what they do, these are for video, and obviously phones are great for doing videos because it's just so easy to do. If you put an anamorphic lens on your camera, it'll help you to get a classic cinematic look, which I love the sound of, and I'm not desperate. That was such a dramatic word, wasn't it? Which I'm keen to try out. So what do these lenses do? Well, they give you options and the ability to take photos that are different from everyone else who is not using these lenses. I'm not using them. And if you think about it, everyone's got a phone, everyone's a photographer, everyone's taking photos. So this is a really good thing to make you stand out. How do they attach to a phone? Well, they clip on in one way or another. I'm sure there'll be some complicated mounting systems on some of them, but the ones that I've looked at in main, they clip on and that's fine. Some are specific to a particular phone model, easy for me to say, and some to the overall width of the phone. Are they any good? Well, the quality will, of course, vary, but if you check out the views online, you can find some great lenses which are not too expensive. I'm not going to recommend anything here because I haven't used any of these myself. If I had, I'd be more than happy to, but not my place because I don't know. How much do they cost? Well, you can spend 20 quid and get a set of add-on lenses. You can spend 150 to 200 quid for a single lens. Depends what you want, how much you're prepared to spend and the quality. But obviously, just go to one of the reputable review sites and there's some, some bargains to be had. And there's also some really good kits as well where you get a number of lenses. Right, so what do I do? Well, I use an iPhone XS. I don't add anything to my phone. I don't use any of these lenses because I've got cameras. Well, of course I have. I'm a photographer. If I did, though, I would get a telephoto lens to start with. As probably, I don't know, 95, 97% of phone pictures are taken by cameras on phones, which are by nature, wide-angle lens photos. So 95 to 97% of the photos taken on camera phones are wide-angle photos. So you put a telephoto lens on, you're immediately setting yourself apart from the vast, vast majority. That's the specifics, the talky bit. In the last episode, I spoke about phone lenses, and this was the logical next thing, the add-on lenses. And (laughs) the more I think about this one, the more intriguing I'm finding it. Like I say, the problem is that virtually everybody has a phone, and there are more photos being taken now than ever before. So any help to give us something different has to be a good thing. And I have to say, the more I think about it, am I going to use one though? If you've heard previous episodes, which I hope you have, you might have learned by now that in the past I've bought stuff that I didn't need because I like the sound of it. And I'm looking at this now thinking, oh, I'd love one of those anamorphic lenses and do cinematic video. But if you check out the videos that I do, they're never going to be cinematic because it's just me talking to my phone. So I don't need one. So I'm not going to get one. Telephoto lens. Will I actually use it or will it just be another bit of kit that's got in a box, which I've had to put in my car every time I go out that I take back out again and never use? I've been here before. I'm going to hold that thought. There's so many other things that I want to learn and do. But here is my one-line summary. These add-on lenses offer more possibilities and creative opportunities when taking photos with the camera phone. Next episode, episode 70. Blimey, I've got up to episode 70. That's um, that's come around quick. I'm going to continue on the phone theme and I'm going to tell you the apps that I use in my phone photography. Again, it's not a sales pitch. This is me telling you what I use and it's not a lot some are paid most are free but it's not many you might be surprised actually because there's well there's not millions of apps out there but there are a lot of apps out there okay I'm done relatively quickly which is nice I'm getting back to my 10 minutes thank you very much for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast to find out more and do stuff to help me check out photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start This episode was brought to you by the relief that I've got a week ahead with my recordings. So um, next week's recordings are done. So next week I can work on the week afters and not be on a time pressure thing. So 
that's good for me, but not <laughs> of any interest to you, is it? Right, like I said at the start, if you've got any questions, let me know. PhotographyExplainedPodcast.com forward slash start. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again for listening to me and for giving me 10 minutes of your valuable time. Actually, less than 11. Short one, this. Not a problem. And I'll see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.